The Football Pod on Off The Ball. In partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. OTB GAA. Hello there and you're very welcome along to episode, I can't even remember, of the football pod. Paddy Andrews, Dublin have just won the All-Ireland. What does this mean to you? Jeez, uh, oh, like. are we on air? Are we recording? We are. Oh, we are. Hello. Um, I'm trained. I was just chatting with James here. I'm absolutely knackered. That was, what an incredible game. You just thought Dublin down the stretch, if they were there in their boots, and you said it, Jimmy, as well, that they'd have enough and... Oh, some of the performances today. Honest to God, this means more than three or four dollars Ireland's I played it myself. This is, yeah, this this was special. You just knew all season. The guys going back, James, Fitzy, Fitz Simons on Clifford. Wow, lads, this was this was box office. This was showbiz. <laughs> I'm i delighted. Brilliant game. I thought Dublin deserved it overall, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> For once, I'm nearly speechless. Tell us what it means for McCarthy, Fitzsimons and Cluxon to win nine All-Irelands. What does that mean? You just said it means more than some of the All-Irelands you won yourself. How, how can that be? It's been a tough couple of years for Dublin and, and, particular, and particularly Desi Farrell. I just said this on air as well. Everyone's talking about like, Pat Gilroy's brilliant and what a massive impact he's had on Dublin GA. I think Desi Farrell's pretty disrespected at times throughout the season. He's built this team. This is a new team from our time. There's been some really tough days along the way. Losing to Mayo in 2021. Losing to Kerry last season. And look, there were times at this season as well it wasn't going that well. Desi Farrell's made some massive calls. Bringing the guys back were massive calls. But you have to say, you look at what was delivered by Cluxton today. Exceptional. Fitzsimons on Clifford. What a matchup. Unbelievable leadership. McCarthy going up there, collecting the Sam McGuire. Dean Rock with the last score of the day to put Dublin 2 clear. These guys, I was teammates of these, but they're bloody heroes of mine as well. And just seeing them win that game today, uh, it was emotional at the, at the final. I was like, all Dublin fans are. This team has been on a journey the last decade or so with Dublin. There's been some brilliant days, but more recently there's been some tough ones. But those guys, shoulder to the wheel. And today, on the biggest day against their biggest rivals, they've come up one more time to get over the line. This is, this is a special one for, for, for this team, but for all at Dublin GAA. Feels so special for the dubs, and it is another historic one. James, as elated as Paddy is, you must be crushed right now as a Kerry man. <laughs> yeah, it's such a, it's such an absolute donor. I mean, oh, I can't it? Like the depression levels are just so high. Um, I thought that it was a great game from the start. We got in. And there was just an anxiety in the air from everyone. It was just like there was a hum of kind of, there was a hum of noise and a hum of what's going to happen. No one knew what was going to happen. No one knew what was what was going to unfold. And to be fair, I thought, I thought that Kerry had it in them. And it's very different to some of the finals we've lost with Kerry because I think maybe in in, in other years it was definitely it was definitely more of a case of Dublin were the were the better team maybe at times. But I think these teams were so matched. And at certain stages, I thought that Kerry, if they had a bit, a bit, of, a bit of quality at certain times, that we could have pulled away. Especially after Ganey's goal going in at half time, it was a case of we got a chance now to, as we said on the pod, as we always did about, but once we got the goal, let's go ahead by six or seven and hang on. Or, and, and, and go on the counter track. We couldn't get there. We couldn't get the couple of points ahead. 
and then with the great turnover the boys had on the 45 on Gavin White, they got in for a goal, and it was it was game on. Then I was sitting with Christina down in the down the Hogan. I turned to her, and it, I think it was one it was one thirteen each, maybe something like that. Was it at the time after after yeah. 50 minutes or something like that? I said toss of a coin now. It literally one eleven each. This is now toss of a coin because we've let Dublin back into the game and they can now dictate with the crowd and everything and, and but what but I will say to me Paddy, this isn't about Kerry now. This is about Dublin. This is about Mick Fitzsimons. This is about James McCarthy. This is about Cluxton. And as 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 depressed as I am for the for the Kerry lads, I must say the admiration I hold for some of those lads is incredible. And I just want to say well done to them. They've they've had an unbelievable year, they've had an unbelievable career and it, it, you know, it gave me some goosebumps seeing James McCarthy lift, lift uh, Sam McGuire there because he's been brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm sicking for the Kerry lads, I'm sicking for myself <laughs> and, and the whole of Kerry, but congrats to Dubs. Well said James. Paddy, can you just describe what we're watching there in the middle of the field? You're going to start crying, aren't you? Ah, yeah. Uh, Fitzy, Macker and Dino out in the middle of the pitch. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man, uh, big for Simons there, lads. Jesus Christ, Clifford is an animal, and he's gonna have unbelievable days again. Fitzy out there, look the three boys, and we don't know what the plans are for anyone here. That's way for another day, but uh, every, all season within Dublin, you just got a sense that the boys are gonna make this happen. And you might see all these guys again. We don't know that. They don't know anyone anything. Look at the guys who were massive. Mannion coming back today. Outstanding five points. Cluxton clipping two frees. Kerry coming after on the kickouts. He was immaculate again. And Fitzy on Clifford. You didn't fancy it, Jimmy. And to be fair, not many people did, but I, was, I know that man. I've known that man for nearly 20 years. I've played him for about 15. He just has a way about him. He was just not going to lose that battle hands down. And some of the moments he puts Clifford under pressure. But I'm looking at those three guys in the middle of the pitch. Who knows if we'll see them all again. But I tell you what, even if we don't, they don't owe anyone anything. But what a special day. And Kerry are a brilliant team. They were great champions. But I just got the feeling all year the Dubs are going to make this happen. And, and thank God they've done it in the end. That, that is an incredible scene that we're after watching there down on the pitch, it's, it's unbelievable. And just look at the way the lads are with each other, it's unreal. And you can just see how emotional you got there. It means something. It really means something, like The group that you've played with all your life, doing that. Like, I, I actually, I can see where Paddy's coming from because he's played with these fellas, he knows what goes into it. He knows, like, the sacrifices, the absolute warrior mentality these fellas have and to to see it all come together for them must be must be unbelievable like from the other side it would have been great to see someone like Stephen O'Brien and Paul Ganey and, and yeah. Paul Murphy do it and I would have had the same kind of feeling and I do I do yeah. have the same feeling I like and to see them go maybe on the last today is, is is heartbreaking but like to see those fellas after what they've given the game and it just to see how much it means to them, see the passion in them is just incredible. And in fairness to Mannion today, I thought he was brilliant. Humble but exception. I will say, Fitzsimons. I have questioned the Dublin full back line, Petty. <laughs> time and time again, time and time again. He was unbelievable. I mean, you're talking about a 34-year-old 
coming up against a 24 year old and he got in his face he, he grabbed it's his relentless, arm wasn't it? relentless but what I will say about Clifford today wasn't his wasn't his day no. that's fine this is this is a chapter in Clifford's book uh, that's what I would say to him I'd say this is your this is your moment where you go right let's embrace this feeling and kick on do you know like he'll be looking back at this as maybe kind of a, a low point obviously you lost the final against Dublin but it can also it can also encourage him and drive him on to do something incredible over the next couple of years which no doubt it will because these fellas mentality is incredible um, but yeah just to see just to see the Dublin fellas um, embrace it is nice and um, I'm full of absolutely full of admiration for all of them yeah. but, but that's on. honestly on both, on both sides as well like that this is the latest chapter of Dublin and Kerry and today it's gone their way. Look, there's no doubt. Look, the age profile of some of the Kerry players, the likes of Clifford, they're obviously going to be back. And look, even next season, if you're going to win the All-Ireland, they're probably going to have to get over Kerry at some stage as well. They will be back. That's part of sport. Lost big games. And that was another part of what he felt Dublin had a little bit of an edge this year because they've had those feelings for the last two years. 12 months ago, we were sitting here and it was the shoe was on the other foot. Shawnee Shea kicks a 75th minute monster free, an iconic moment. That was another chapter in the Dublin Kerry rivalry, and this, this has got to happen again. Th these are two outstanding teams. Whether it's all the same personnel, whether it's the same coaches, we don't know. That's for another day. I thought Dublin, I was confident coming in today that they get the job done on the back because I just know those guys so well. I'm so happy for them. But yeah, and I respect what Kerry have done. At times in that game, it was looking good for Kerry. They go three points up in that third quarter. Party Clifford's having a massive influence. He gets three points from play. Keeney's causing trouble. Killian Spillane comes on, first touch, kicks the score, and I go, oh, yeah. Jesus, not again. Yeah. But we said it to me in the week. That final stretch, if the dubs were in the mix coming down that stretch, they were going to get the job done. McCaffrey's impact off the bench, exceptional. Just breaking the line, just giving Dublin, just giving them energy. Because Kerry were brave. They were coming up as we knew they would. They were pushing up. You need someone with pace. You need some bravery to take the ball on, to try and break that line. And he does that and he wins a couple of key frees and just lets Dublin get control back of the game. And Brian Fenton as well. We, yeah. said, that, we said the midfield battle would be absolutely massive. And Fenton, head and shoulders out there, kicks massive scores. That, that but score that Fenton got when just, he just chips it over. And he never celebrated. Oh, not a bother on him. He is exceptional. And again, he probably hadn't had his best stuff for maybe the last 18 months. But he just got the feeling down the, the quarter-final, the semi-final against Manon and again today. The biggest players make the biggest plays when it matters most. And Fenton, that's another chapter for him. He's had the heartbreak the last two years. Today, I agree with Jimmy. And it is about Dublin. What they've just done out there is exceptional. I don't think you have any complaints. I think they're the best team in the country. A Division 2 team winning the All-Ireland, lads. We're back, baby. <laughs> I agree. I agree with the Fenton, the Fenton part. I think the Fenton played the game today at a different pace than everyone else. Every time he got the ball, he did the right thing. At his yeah. own pace. He was never under pressure. He was like Paul Scholes oh, almost from United. He was like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to show a dummy and buy me another two or three seconds. And every time he just pinged it somewhere. Next thing, got the ball in the middle field, sauntered up the field and kicked an unbelievable point. It was like, ah. But as well, the leadership that that shows. Do you remember we talked after semi-final about Stephen O'Brien's point against Derry? And he turned around and it was like, I have just nailed. Uh, yeah, more it was more than I just nailed an unbelievable moment for us. Fenton did that. And everyone just kind of rode in behind it. It was all right. Fenton has us in good set here. Let's go. But I, I wrote down a couple of notes during the game. It was interesting. The Cluxton thing is so interesting. Kerry did a press, right? Shane Shane Ryan was out on the midfield, right? Shane Ryan's out midfield, and every single time, Cluxton got out. 
every single time. Now that does not he happen very often. No, he didn't. But that is such a key moment. Because when you kick a free, you have that chance, right, we're going to win this kick out with a press. Kerry pressed up as aggressively as they could. Cluxton got out. I mean, that shows incredible leadership as well. It shows quality. But it also says, tactically, you've tried this and we've beaten it. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, a, it's a mental side of it as well. And what I would say was the matchups. Did you do Delta? I did, so I did, I did, I did. Well, he, he, at least he finally conceded a goal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we'll call it quits on that one. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. In fairness, now that you've won it, I must say, look, I backtrack on everything I said. Clarkson's been fantastic. McCaffrey, man, oh, these fellas. I, I love these fellas, but I was just, I was questioning where Dublin were bringing uh, Clarkson back. Not Clarkson. And that is fascinating, though. Yeah, it, it was, it was. That, that but was fascinating. Yeah. We'll get into that again. It mightn't be the pod, it mightn't be the pod for it, you know? Yeah. But what I would say is the matchups I thought were fascinating. Yeah. And the Kerry side especially. You texted us five minutes in, James. I did. I, uh, you texted and you said matchups are all over the place. Go on, what yeah, I was I was I was shocked at the matchups because not that they were wrong, it was like I, it wasn't what, what I would have what I would have thought was gonna happen. It was that bad. No. No, they weren't bad. They, they, they definitely weren't bad. But Manny, what I would say Manny is they were different. Manning goes inside, so then Foley picks him up. And Foley's going to take the guy closest to the goal. Khan goes out the field. And Morley wins that battle in the first half. And then Khan yes. goes inside in the second half. And Foley, reality, wins that battle again. Khan nearly scores arguably one of the greatest goals in the history of All-Ireland final. Mm. Left foot off the crossbar. And that, what a moment that was. He misses and Paddy Clifford goes up and kicks the score. And you're thinking, oh... Shit, is this going to be Kerry's day? I didn't think the matchups were that bad. No, I'm not saying they were bad. I said I, they were fascinating because what we would have said all week was Jason Foley and Khan. Let's see yeah. how that goes. And for Jason Foley to go on many, and now that I think about it, definitely probably maybe a, a, a kind of intelligent decision in terms of legs, but Mannion, Mannion was outstanding yeah, because Mannion brought Foley out of his comfort zone of the full back line, whereas that's where Foley is probably the best yeah. in there running out for the ball but I must say Morley just a shout out shout out to him because he was outstanding today and he does not mark usually now I think that man marking is probably the hardest skill in the in the game play with Khan in the first half remember Mannion hits a beautiful yes. pass into Khan and Khan gets it in the square and the whole stadium is holding their breath Dublin I'm like this is it the Kerry fans are nervous and Morley stands him up Khan probably to be fair that probably shows the player not in his best form he uh, hesitates a little bit but was, was brilliant Con, brilliant defender did Khan want contact there when he gets that ball I, I, did I, Morley stand back yeah Khan is thinking goal because he's so close to goal and Morley to be fair knows that that talks about knowing your opponents knowing, and the teams know each other so well but Morley plays it perfectly and Khan probably does try and force it yeah. ends up trying to take a dummy solo and more. it was brilliant textbook defending Khan wants you to come and try and tackle him there, but Morley's look, he's an experienced player, he's an intelligent player. I but I think, I think that the Khan, he, he didn't use his play right. He kind of, he kind he of, wanted contact, he wanted the contact, so he, he delayed, he delayed his, his play and no, suddenly he was out of step, so he had to but kick but it. Morley yeah, Morley. definitely Morley's defending 100%. But on the other side, like, standout performance for Dublin, let's, let's face it, I thought that Fitzsimons unbelievable in the full back line. Uh, James McCarthy again, Fenton again, and Mannion. Like those fellas, just absolutely I, I Howard, leadership. I thought Howard and Merchant had really good yeah. games. Without maybe yeah. not the, what's got the sexiest stuff, but Merchant was brilliant, particularly in that first half and, and getting the ball up the pitch for Dublin. I thought Howard had a massive influence on kickouts as well. 
he was exceptional but getting Stephen Cluxton's kick outs which and like I say Kerry were pressing but Clucko he trusts Howard implicitly he knows if he chips it anywhere near him he's going to get it he had a massive influence on it as well I thought Pascal second half he'd a really Look, he'd a poor enough first half, but he kicks two points from playing the second half as a massive influence. I thought Thomas Sullivan was very good. He wins that battle with Cormac Costello. Cormac Costello comes off. Um, but that, we knew you were going to get those matchups. You knew you were going to get those individual battles all around the pitch. And, oh, I'm oversimplified, but, but more of them went Dublin's way. Yeah. More, more of them went Dublin's way. The impact off the bench, we knew that was going to have a massive play, and it turned out that way as well. Kieran starts. Kieran starts doesn't have a, a massive impact on the game but coming down the stretch he's pivotal yeah, he's pivotal yeah. and getting possessions and moving Dublin up the pitch and that's what we know he can do that and that's what I mean get your best guys on the pitch when it matters most and he controls helps Dublin control that last 10 minutes so we weren't far wrong with predictions lads were we? <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. I was very off but I would say it's very hard to, to kind of do an analysis of the game because we're literally, it's about 20 minutes later, we're emotional <laughs> and we're... <laughs> it's hard to kind of to, to, to get the, the absolute insights into it. But what I would say is the substitutions were so interesting. I couldn't believe Desi took off Gannon early. He was going well. Now, he had a couple of shots at the post, but he kicked them wide. When I was happy, he did. I, when I saw Gannon going off, I was like, lovely, let's get Gannon off. Then he whipped off Costello. Now, in fairness to Tom Sullivan, I, I must say about Tom Sullivan, Tom Sullivan's man marking has been called into question because of his final against Shane Walsh. Let's face it, Clifford and Shane Walsh are very, very difficult fellas to mark, same as Khan. And if one of them gives you a roasting, I don't think it's necessarily down to your poor yeah, marking. It's, it's just genius. it's their genius, exactly. So I think that Tom took a bit of criticism. Today he showed how tight he is on Costello. He didn't come out in the winning team. But look, it was a day for Tom where his marking in all Ireland final was was absolutely exemplary. Um, but yeah, look, it was it was a day for those those kind of moments. I absolutely actually missed who got man of the match. Was it Paul Mannion? Oh, I'd say so. Is it not an, is it announced I, officially? I missed it. I don't know. I can really miss it. Who would you have given it to? Who would you have given it to? I think Manor. I, I, I would have given it to either Mannion or Fitzsimons. I think Fenton. that, I think that, yeah, I, I love Fenton. I just think he is fantastic. But with Fitzsimons, the whole thing in his head rested on him. Because that's the way everyone was saying. It was like, you stop Clifford, we'll win. Um, some build-up. Was I've never seen a build-up. I mean, what, what? Like with a focus on an individual as Clifford. Exactly. I've, I've exactly. So imagine being the defender in that situation. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's, if Fitz is the man for that. He is. He's he the is, man. Yeah. He's a horrible man to mark. He and is horrible. The mental strength this guy has. What did he do so well? He was. He was relentless. He was relentless with him. And to be fair, Cliff, Clifford's first possession. Get to, get to Clifford's score. Yeah. Cuts back onto his left and you're just thinking, oh, Jesus. Yeah. If what he gets the ball, he was absolutely... The concentration, the agility to be... At just the fitness level for a guy at 35. You have to be all... You can't give Clifford a second. And he was all over him. The physicality, Clifford... You know how strong Clifford is. How fast and Kerry are looking for him every single time. And Fitzy, to be fair, he's just, the, the concentration and agility to do what he did... It was it was an exceptional performance, exceptional. Clifford still gets two from play. We said, you know, if Clifford gets five or six from play, you take that. But Fitzy, oh, what a man! It's just the latest chapter. We said it twelve years ago. He's marking Gooch in 2011, and he's here and he's still doing it, and he's still one of the best in the business at it. And we're talking about Jesus. This the last time we'll see the lads. They've just gone out at the highest level in the biggest game against one of the best opponents they'll ever face. 
and they've delivered. We're talking about these guys near as man of the match today. It's incredible what these guys are doing. It, unbelievable. Fitzy, Cluck out, Macker, nine all earning medals. You could, on their own. You couldn't think of three better lads They're to do They're on their own. You couldn't think of three better lads to do The game did hinge on the goal. I have to change the batteries here. So we're going to come back right <laughs> after the break. This is the football pod. It's brought all, to you. We all need new batteries. <laughs> it's brought Jeez. to you by AIB, proud sponsors of the Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. My God, that was unbelievable stuff today. Dublin are all Ireland champions. I'm here with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue looking over Crow Park as it's been emptied. And we're going to be back right after this. OTB GAA. You are very welcome back to the football pod with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue. Dublin are 2023 All-Ireland Champions. James McCarthy, Stephen Cluckson and Mick Fitzsimons are in a group of their own now with nine All-Ireland medals. It's incredible stuff. James, where do you think the game was won today? What did it hinge on? It, <laughs> it, after Ganey's goal, Kerry went in half-time. They would have been in that dressing room going, right, we have a stranglehold to this game. Let's kick on. Let's get three or four points to start second half. Let's get that lead that we need against Dublin because you do not want to be chasing Dublin at the end or you don't want to be level because they are so experienced, they're so brilliant at that. Get ahead. They got the goal, but they, didn't, they weren't able to kick on and then obviously you have that unbelievable turnover just in the sixth spot. I think Gavin White has it. He, he, he kind of second-guesses himself. He tries to slip it. Yeah, absolutely outstanding defending by Pascal from the front. And that, that tackling from the front gives Fitzsimons the chance. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's so important. I don't think that's actually maybe as, as kind of emphasised enough in, in the media as a, the case of whatever Fitzsimons is doing back there, it started by the full forward line, half forward line. So when Pascal actually gets that tackle in, even if it's a case of slowing down the carry attack, is probably enough done. The fact he turns him over is bonus. The fact he turns him over and gathers possession is cherry on top of the cake. And they worked it so well then. Couple of slips into Paddy Small. Deflected into the top corner. Who gets the block? Who gets the Paul block? Murphy gets the block. I think Shane Ryan's saving it. It's Paddy Small's I, I, right foot. I don't know if it's going, yeah, I agree. I don't know if it's going in, but when it does, Dublin needed that. Dublin needed that score. You got the sense you felt they'd need a goal today. And it is at that period where Kerry are, they're on top. Even still though, Paddy Clifford puts Kerry three points ahead again a few yeah, minutes later. Yeah. I, 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 I did think, as when the goal went in, I was like, we're, we're, we're in trouble here that the crow was up it was like we're back and then Kerry just kept plugging away got back in front and even at that stage I was thinking let's let's go that four or five points up but we couldn't get to that level of, of quality it was a case of we were kind of stuttering at that stage ran out of legs Dublin's bench was unbelievable Kerry's bench was had an impact but probably not at that level of the Dublin bench and I think that we missed we missed a couple of chances they weren't gimmies, like they weren't easy chances, but we kicked a lot of wides going down the stretch. And we've often talked about it, that kind of, that oh feeling, do you know? Oh, a wide, this isn't going our way. Oh, do you know, that, that kind of downer feeling is, is infectious. And if one of those goes in off the post, rather than off the post and out, it just gives one. an incredible Clifford energy. Clifford over under the Cusick stand is a big one. That he kind of gets away from Fitzsimons, you think, at the moment that's out as well you think he's going to nail that and he just pushes it wide at the near post And it's I thought the one here because he gets I, such a good strike in it yeah I think he's quite that, that would have been an exceptional score though, isn't it? that's world class stuff I mean now he has it in the locker but I thought the one over the far side under the Cusick was probably 
it's still a difficult kick, but by his standards, you're thinking he's the, he's the best forward in the game. I think he's going to nail this, and he pushes it just wide and just got the sense, yeah, like, like it was going to come down to the finest margins. I mean, the, the, these two teams, it was a point last year, it's two points this year. There's big moments in these games. I mean, you felt it was going to come down there, but look, you could say Dublin's bench did make an impact. A little bit more clinical. They have a couple of misses themselves. Uh, Mannion actually, I think the only thing he does wrong today, he has a really bad miss when he goes by Jason Foley. But down the stretch, Dublin just had more of the tank. And, and we knew that. I think Kerry probably knew that as well. There was that sense of inevitability there. And, and that was that depth coming off the bench. Like I say, Kenny really influences the last 10 minutes as well. He starts coming into it. And, <laughs> I wrecked myself, Lance. Jesus. Yeah, but I, I just want to emphasise that today isn't about Kerry or what Kerry didn't do, or maybe about maybe Kerry's performance wasn't great. Like today is about eulogising these Dublin fellas because nine All Ireland medals is absolutely ridiculous. Like I mean, I've won All Ireland medal and I'm thrilled with it. I mean, like what's that by nine? I mean, there's fellas out in the field there that have given their life to this cause their life to this cause and to see the passion they still have to see the the respect they have and even from a Kerry point of view like I I've spent my whole career kind of saying well we're, we're better than Dublin in this in this area or this area in this area and you're kind of almost hoping it but at the end of the day you have to hold your hands up and say these Dublin lads are absolutely incredible like Paddy included all that team but like these fellas these fellas are as Paddy says, top of the pops. So they are just a class group of fellas and what they've done is just sensational. That, it's as simple as that. And Kerry didn't play great, but it's about what Dublin won rather than what Kerry lost. It was a bit of a mad final. I think we might have to do another pod to actually <laughs> properly dissect <laughs> it. Yeah, absolutely. Because there were there some moments where I, I remember McCarthy getting turned over in attack and then Kerry get turned over in the same phase. Dublin get turned over again. Kerry break. I can't. I don't think they got a score that time. But there was a couple of those manic phases where it kind of went back and forth, and Goff kind of let the game go. Goff was Goff booed at the end. I think he was. There's always a bit yeah, of complaining. I thought he had quite a good game. What did you make of down here with the Clifford and Fitzsimons foul that gets overturned and and gets yellow carded? Like Fitzsimons' reaction is that is that what kind of David Goff goes? And, and, and his own players call him in we know Goff looks and there was a couple of calls on both teams where he's looking for the off the ball stuff we get that Fitzy and Clifford look it was the same Chris McKay and Clifford in the semi-final as well there was a big call like that the lads are pulling and dragging out of each other that's yeah. just the nature of it to be fair the umpires call Goff in and to be fair to him he makes the change he realises okay there was a bit of between both of them the bulk of the yellow card you move on these things yeah. happen in it it, it wasn't just Fitzy and Clifford the entire game you were looking down at the pitch on the seventh floor here lads were hanging out of each other That was it was an unbelievably intense game were That's, you worried at times? At that third quarter it was yeah because you just got a sense the goal changed a lot of things I know Kerry got three points up but Dublin needed nearly like um, they needed an energiser from somewhere and I, I, I felt the fourth quarter Dublin were going to come good I just knew they were going to stand up it was Fenton and McCaffrey and McCarthy and these guys but it got the sense James you called during the week that if Dublin were in the mix coming down that final 10 minutes it felt they'd have enough to get over the line um, still where every time David Clifford got the ball <laughs> like every Dublin fan you're kind of thinking jeez your heart's in your mouth um, but no look, look the intensity of the game was played there was loads of turnovers lads probably quality wise in the first half there was times where it was a bit sloppy for both teams but it rained most of the game Tr- tricky it? conditions we yeah. said it a wet ball in Crow Park Sheets of rain started coming in, particularly in that second half. And the guys, 
both the teams were going, they're taking risks in their play. That's what it was so exciting. They're, Kerry were full on convinced they're going to win this game and they went out to win it. Dublin the same on the other side. So that was always going to lead to a brilliant spectacle. Yeah, there was mistakes. It wasn't perfect from both teams, but um, there was never a, a sense of, of Kerry dropping off or not going after Klucko or Dublin doing the same with Shane Ryan. It was, and we've said it all season long, you want to win the biggest games. You can't come into these games being afraid to lose it. you got to go for it. James Donahue is planning to walk to Houston Station from Crow Park. He reckons it's an hour, so I'm going to let him go in the next three minutes. So you've one last question here, and I have one more for Paddy. So. No, I'm going to, I'm going to run. <laughs> I'm just going to do uh, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. But what I, what I thought about, about today was in, in, the, in, the, in the face of it, you have Stephen O'Brien, Paul Ganey, Paul Murphy. You've got these fellas still, yeah, more still delivering and still kind of giving everything for the cause. And like, even with Ganey, he got he got 1-1. I think he got 1-1. Yeah. He, he actually left 1-1 out there as well. He could have ended the final with 2-2. Same in the final last year, he got, he had a couple of misses, but like, these fellas are still operating at the highest level, yeah. you know? And it's just, it's just, it, it, it's a pro day to see them, but at the same time, it's so disappointing that, that, that we haven't got over the line. It's just such fine lines out there. Like that game was on a knife edge for so long. It's just such fine lines. Paddy, you mentioned earlier on that I don't want to misquote you here, but maybe that Desi Farrell had been disrespected in ways, or oh, no. do you know a little bit of that? But like, can I can we just talk for a second about uh, Stephen Cluxon coming back, Jack McCaffrey coming back, Paul Mannion coming back, Conor Baskell coming back, Pat Gilroy being brought into the fold, like. What is that like? What was going on? What happened? Like, is, is that just Desi Farrell's unbelievable management to, to make that happen, or what was it like? Yeah, no, I think Desi deserves massive credit. Dublin—it was a tough gig taking over from Jim Gavin. That, that's the reality of it. It's a team who reached the pinnacle of the game, won five All Irelands in a row. That was a tough ask to come in. He wins an All Ireland in his first year. Then you have players, older players, washed-up players stepping away. Desi has to try and regenerate the team. He has to probably change the style of play as well. Dublin were in a very um, conservative style of play, which worked maybe three or four years ago, but the game had moved on. You need to be more expansive. He had to manage that. And, and, and all seasons, people thought, well, Dublin are back because Pat Gilroy. Pat Gilroy's an unbelievable character and influence to have in a team in a dressing room. There's no doubt he had a massive, positive impact around the group throughout the team. But this was Desi Farrell's team, and Desi Farrell's the leader, the manager of this team. And talk about like a lack of ego to say, Knowing that oh, people think, oh, this Pat Gilroy's just done this, or just because Stephen Cluxton's back, it's he's brought these guys back. He's facilitated that. He's facilitated the growth of the younger guys in the team. Colin Baskell, Lee Gannon, these guys. What an unbelievable servant to Dublin GA for years. An All Ireland winning manager, minor under twenty one level, two time now at senior. And I just think people were talking about everyone but Desi Farrell, and he doesn't he doesn't care about that. He doesn't, he doesn't want the credit for it. That's not why he's there. He's an unbelievably humble person, but. I, I, I'm delighted for him today as well and Brian Regan and Mick Alvin and Darren Daly the whole management team as well and Pat every single person in that dressing room has played a part in winning this All-Ireland and for Desi Farrell loads of questions tough losses over the last couple of seasons and yeah there's times where Dublin probably hadn't played as well and people are getting frustrated and questioning Desi Desi Farrell's an unbelievable coach unbelievable servant at Dublin GEA and he's made big calls this season as well and I think people I think he'll get credit for this now because he deserves it he's as much a part of this and yes Pat's been brilliant and all the guys coming back is brilliant but he's been 
He's been the leader of this, and it's quiet, the style he has, the way he goes about things, and two All-Irelands in four years, that's a hell of an achievement for what was deemed a period, I suppose, of transition at, at times over the last couple of seasons. So I'm absolutely delighted for Desi Farrell as well. I, I agree with the Desi Farrell. I think that his, his whole reputation was on the line this year. It was a case of, if we win it, you're going to be the bee's knees. If you, if you lose it, it's a case of... It was a failure, John. That that was it was all built up this year for Dublin and for him to deliver the All Ireland I think is exceptional. But if I look at the final score, one fifteen to one thirteen, okay, Kerry to kick one thirteen is not where they would have wanted to be. One thirteen's poor, a, probably a poor return for Kerry in Crow Park. I think there's more in them, and it it's almost patronising for for if I if I was to say, Jesus. Dublin were were so much a better team. That game was in the was in the melting pot. Like Kerry could have done more to win it. I still think that that it was a case of Kerry still had the quality. They just didn't maybe perform to their absolute best. But where Dublin reduced Kerry's scores significantly was stopping their defence coming forward. Gavin White is usually always good to create a couple of scores. Maybe even get a goal like he, like he did against Derry. Tom Sullivan will always throw an outside to the left, you know, or an inside left. You know, he'll, he'll get up for a point or two. We didn't get up for those scores because I thought the Dublin's forwards worked Walk so bloody hard, so hard to it's stop the, stop the carry backs. That's what's about in the final. On a final day, you can say about what this fella does in the quarter final or semi final. The biggest days is so hard to do anything because <laughs> it's all up for grabs. I remember we had a, we had a meeting before, and I think it was Paul Ganey who said, "Lads, when the ball's on the ground, you're not fighting for that ball. You're fighting for the middle." And it was so powerful. It was like that's what you're fighting for. Every single ball that goes up for grabs, it's not the ball you're fighting for. It's your it's your middle. And I just thought that was so powerful. That was the case with the Dubs today. Every single time the ball, well, by both teams, I must say, every time the ball went up for grabs, it was a case of they're going to go for it so hard. But that's what that's what stopped Kerry getting to that 20-point mark. Dublin's forward stopped the Kerry defence coming forward. Yeah, very well put. And you're right. Like we're, we're going to need another couple of days to digest it because like it's 114-113. Kerry missed a chance. Pascal wins the free. Like that was anyone's game up until that time in injury time. Like unbelievable stuff how it was won in the end. I actually don't think it sunk in. There were so many things happening this year. I don't think it sunk in what was going on really with the dubs as well. I think we're going to look back on this season in years to come and be like, that year when they won nine and all the lads came back was just something else. So, lads, I'm going to let you go. Um, James O'Donoghue, uh, going to give a little shout out to Christina here. She's put in a big shift with you this week. She's been up, yeah, up in Dublin with you. So I think you're both going to go home and hopefully you make the train for her now. She's a whore for gigs. She's at every gig going. Huh? It's reckless. She's at every gig going. No, uh, she's been great. Will you tank her? Will you, will you tank her? Will you tank her properly, will you? I will. No, I'll thank her officially, Christina. Thank you very much. I don't have to say it's your face. <laughs> Doreen might get a few minutes with you tonight, will she? Uh, I, well, I don't know now. Uh, I'll have to see. The phone is hopping. She hasn't seen you all week. She probably won't see me tonight or tomorrow either. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be home on Tuesday, honey. I was uh, surprised Paddy didn't go John Terry, go full kid. <laughs> you were thinking about it. Hey, Dublin shorts, Dublin jersey, Dublin socks up to the knees, up into the, into the uh, middle of the field. I think it'll be, uh, it'll be a good night out tonight, I would say. Yeah. This is uh, the football pod with Paddy Andrews and James Donahue. James Donahue's running for his train. Paddy Andrews, last word to you. Oh, look, it's been it's been a long season. There's been times where the, the games haven't been great. Um, championship took a long time to catch fire, but I think Jimmy said it perfectly earlier on. And people won't take me for it, but today is about Dublin. Today is about those Dublin players. Questions were asked of them, and 
they're already iconic players but talk about cementing your legacy there today unbelievable I think they've been the best team over the course of the season I think they deserve an All-Ireland Champions and just an absolute credit to, to Dublin GAA this one was special this one means a lot um, very proud to just call them friends or I've been even playing with them over the last decade or so I'm unbelievably happy for, for those guys Congrats Paddy Congrats to Dublin as well All-Ireland Champions Hard luck James and hard luck to Kerry Yeah we're going to leave the football pod there and I look forward to catching up with you in a couple of days lads when you get a bit of rest Fair play <laughs> Good night lads Thanks, Tom.